Hey everyone, welcome back to the CSI Africa podcast, a podcast curated to help with your career life and deal with workspace issues. And for bonus, it inspires you. Thank you for joining us again on this episode. We are really glad you are yet without you. We are nothing. Definitely, we keep doing this because of you. And Happy New Year! Welcome to 2023. This episode is the concluding part of our edition from last year, which we called the Jabamu. So we did a little bit of research last year. We saw what was trending among youths and we decided to have an edition that was focused on this. We had guests that has experienced this Jaguar move that have actually gone through the process. I would decided to bring them on the show so they could share their experience with us so we can learn better for those that are planning on doing it and those that have someone around them that wants to do something like that. This episode is another insights from another person from another country. And this time around, we are going to be learning his experience to what he did, what he could have done better, how he immigrated to society. And personally, I see this episode as a kind of therapy, something you can sit down and listen to and get a lot from it. More, it has more in depth. It's very concentrated on how how living over there is and not getting lost or getting distracted when you finally reach your goal of leaving the country because that's one of the goals most Nigerians have these days. So definitely I see this episode as therapeutic. But then let's listen. It's a good listen. You are going to get to learn new things for people that are still planning on going. And if you're already there, this is also good for you. So for, for you to have a proper in-depth of what it means to Jackba, we have a guest today with us, Shamaraya, and he's going to be discussing his experience leaving the country to the United States. Hi, Shamaraya. Please can you introduce me? Um, okay, my name is Shamaraya. Shamaraya Bapito. I'm a member of GCSI Africa. I am staying in the United States right now. I came over for... I moved not for study or for work, but a relocation. And I'm a student in one of the universities here. I study cybersecurity and information assurance. And I'm currently a web development aspirant, <laughs> if that makes sense. So, yeah. Thank you for joining us today. What's something while you, while you introduce yourself? You said you are a resident there. You didn't go for schooling, or can you explain that a bit? How did you How did you go to the US? Was it for schooling? Something about being a resident? Well, actually, it we moved, we relocated over here. I and my entire family. Initially, we planned of we planned on doing the students package for you know just me first of all and then you know later on if things work out they could all come over but it was my dad actually that handled it doesn't mean he met with my his sister that is here in the united states so she actually helped him to do what they call a residence permit for like a family member so she did she did that for him and it took it took as long as i think 13 years the process started 2006 right and then it came out 2019 so for that 
amount of time that was how long we waited and before not before after that like during 2017 2018 um they wanted me to write the ia ielts exam for students for the students who are to come over but like my aunts refused i was like okay like we should just wait and see if um our residence permit is allowed so to the glory of god it was allowed and you know we went for our interview at the u.s consulate in lagos and then we're here three years later so that's it okay so that means you, you were old and know like to know how the old experience went on like go for the interview how you conducted the interview and the stress about moving and relocating to another country you were aware yeah yeah i was fully aware of the whole thing like i was 19 years old when we moved so you know i was completely aware of how the whole stress was from moving to a new place meeting new people the cultural shock that came with it you know and you know trying to like acclimatize and stuff like that so yeah i i was fully aware of the things happening in my surrounding all right so were you interested in leaving or was it because you already knew that somebody was planning on leaving the thing was already in the works are you like personally interested in leaving the country to go study over there or was it just like fell in your laps and since everybody's all get out to leave did i just go with along with everything and just go with it your own personal decision were you interested in leaving i remember when i was younger my parents were always like looking for a way to like take us out of the country you know initially before the whole saga of the u.s happened we we, we went to um we went to london for i think a month or two and then some things happened and then we came back so like right from when i was young i've always known that um we were you know to like to leave leave the leave nigeria i kind of felt like we're not going to stay here for long but you know as i grew older i kind of started you know like getting started like um getting rid of that mentality of, okay maybe i'm going to leave because after a point when I finished my secondary school education and I was already gearing up for university in FUT Mina. At that point, I wasn't really thinking about it. I wasn't really thinking about it, but like I had it in mind because after a while, my parents were just, they, I saw some moves they were making. And <laughs> so I didn't want to like come and be impeding and they didn't want it to mess up my education because if they knew that or rather if they yeah if i knew that i was going to leave i wouldn't have taken my studies in school seriously so i feel like personally i wanted to leave but i was like i was just one leg in and one leg out so i wanted to leave and at the same time i didn't want to like mess up what i had going on here but you know it all came and then one day when i was in school they called me like okay come our interview is happening and i was like eh when I was going to so i was very kind of surprised but you know personally after it happened i was like yes i wanted to believe because who wouldn't want to so after they told me and how everything happened i was like ah come on i can't be here again <laughs> and with the whole issue with us going on that's that time because initially in 2018 the ending of 2018 i already got an admission into um footmina yes to study cyber security but like that time that i got the admission there was um there was strike 
so i didn't i didn't get to start school then it was now early 2019 when they called off the strike and then um the freshers could come and start so i also had that like if i don't leave because some people were telling my parents like why do you is there any really need for him to leave he can just stay and finish his school and all those other things for me i was like nah i can't stay because i didn't want also strike to be holding me down then you know um my uh, my younger one was probably gone ahead and then me i'll still be there so yeah that was that was how it was for me so yeah i imagine imagine what Ashley just did recently so well that's another surprise thing so i'm guessing that was the right decision on your part to leave a pretty good one and so i'm going to say like yeah one of the early flow of people that left the country probably you got you got it on the right foot you were really lucky <laughs> okay um so how was the um interview for you because i've Ed stories I've never experienced it, but I've heard stories about how hard it is to interview for all those kind of things. And since you were old enough, I'm guessing you interviewed personally on why you wanted to leave. So, how was the experience for you? Well, apparently, um, I was just like interviewed personally. It was the whole family that was interviewed, you know, everyone that was involved in going, my, my parents my younger ones and even my smallest brother was i think how old was he that i think he was like he was four that time so we're all there they were asking us what do you want to go and do in the u it wasn't really that nerve-wracking to be honest it was just very smooth for us i just feel like god just made it to that god just made it that we won't have any serious issues with the interviewer so everything just fell into place they came it didn't take up to 10 minutes they just came asked okay is this your sister my dad showed showed, showed them the picture of him and my aunts that's in the u.s they say okay what are you guys going to do there? we told them our oh, this thing it told how much you guys because they, they want to know that you have some certain level of income in case you don't have someone over there that you can even sustain yourself for a little while they asked how what my auntie was doing what the kind of work she does he told them everything so the whole interview process was not even as nerve-wracking as i thought it would be although the waiting time to get to the interview was kind of it, it was really really summer because it is i think yeah it's in it's in victoria island so and the the time for the interview was meant to be i think 5 a.m so and that time we lived somewhere we lived i think at jack on day so we had to book a hotel that was very close to the um, U.S. consulate in Lagos, so that that way we won't have to go through Lagos traffic, Third Milan Bridge, and all those other issues. So that was how it was. We booked the hotel. We stayed, I think, two nights. Then the the last night was the time for us to do our interview. We went, everything fell into place. We uh, we got the visa. They sent it to us. They, normally, the time for them to send the visa is supposed to take, I think, up to like two three weeks. But but like a week later, we got it so everything just happened so fast <laughs> and you know we see i think thanking god today how everything you know how everything was um just put in place set in place you know it's not as if we're over prepared or anything yet so you can never really be too prepared for any of those things because that's the kind of questions they would ask you and thank god for my parents and my auntie they never had any like criminal record because the thing with the interview process is that once you have a criminal record anything you've done that has made you that has put you behind um cell 
the behind cell or anything you've done that has made you to be arrested to be in your record so we we got police records from lagos they scanned our thumbprint scanned everything nothing happened so by god's grace we recovered and also my auntie over there she didn't have any criminal record so everything was actually properly covered so that's that's how it was it wasn't, it wasn't bad it was very very nice but i mean other people had different experience but for me as a 19 year old at that time that was my experience mm. and i'm guessing that was a good one <laughs> Well, that means probably, okay, different strokes for different folks. Let's just go that. Okay, so after your interview, since it was really smooth, um, and you had a concert in the country you were going to, obviously, your aunt, because you have been mentioning that a lot. But personally, apart from the fact that you had someone over there, you had to go to another country, get to meet new a completely new weather uh new people you, you said something about cultural shock earlier so how was it how did you how, how were you able to cope with those shocks like related people you're you were already 19 and you had stayed in nigeria for that long uh, how was it for you were you a little bit like oh this is this thing is something else or when you're cool with it, did you just flow with it? Was there any issue integrating that society, getting cool and settled? Well, there were some little, little issues I had along the way because, you know, human beings can be really weird at times. So, um, first of all, you know, the um, the accents. <laughs> the way we talk here, they won't really understand you when you talk like that over there. And some people would be like, some people would be, some people would be shocked that you speak English like really good english so there was this time i was when i was working some people were surprised because i told them i was from africa so maybe they were thinking i'll be speaking in <laughs> i'll be speaking click clack or whatever it was that they had, they had tv used to show them over here so the guy they were like ah, you're you're an, you're an african i'm like yeah i see your english is so good i was like excuse me i didn't say it out I was like, um, hello, yeah, my English is good. What was the problem? They said, no, we thought that. Like, what are you thinking? Africa, English is my first language. Besides, Nigeria was a British colony. So I don't know why you think that I don't, why you think my English is not up to par or whatever. And that plus other things, how people used to behave, um, how people my age behave over here, people like, a lot of things I saw, a lot of things I was like, wow. That's so now they do for it. <laughs> that just be on the lighter notes. But like, um I wouldn't I I'm the kind of person that I, I acclimatize to my environment pretty quick. But like I try my best to not forget where I'm coming from because that's a lot of things that sadly we Africans do when we leave home. We come to a new place, we see how things are, and then we try to like emulate how they behave instead of us to hold on to what we knew. And you know, if instead of instead of instead of throwing it away, at least use it to make ourselves better and also try to acclimatize, you get. So I feel like that's what I did and that's what I'm still doing. And from that my advice to any African trying to leave the country, don't don't um let go of your of, of what you were thought back home because we always have this thinking gen z 
my generation of people always have this thinking that Africans are backward, they think like this, they think like Yeah, in some things we are. I won't lie. I won't lie. I, I don't know if I should be saying this, but in some things when it comes to like thinking and how things are, we are kind of backward. But some of those things that make us backward is what is keeping us safe. So the culture shock, like I'll tell you, was really was heavy. I don't know if I should say this. I saw people of my age. How old am I? I'm 22 now. I saw people of my age that you know, um, um, that have kids without even getting married, and some other things too that I saw, and I was like, ah. Oh. So it's just a lot. To, it was a lot to take in, to be honest. It was a lot to take in, but thank God. Wow, that that that's really a lot. Well, that thanks for the advice. I think that's a really good thing for everybody to take note of. There's definitely that, and it's important everybody takes note of that. Wow. That's all I can say, like, really wow. Okay, so apart from, okay, getting to know the society and don't forget your roots, most importantly, that's what you're trying to say. Don't forget your roots. Try to integrate the society widely. At the same time, don't forget who you are. And then again, try to improve yourself with what they can offer you over there. So thanks for that. All right. So after that, well, what about schooling? How was schooling for you? Like after you got there, I'm sure you you said you're studying cybersecurity. So how was schooling over there for you? How different is it is from at least at least for a few months you tried Nigerian schooling. So how was it for you there and yeah, I'm sure there's a huge difference. But how was integrating the schooling area? how you get tattooed and you mentioned that you work if you can just give us a little bit about that well the schooling experience uh it wasn't um i didn't start studying cyber security immediately i came over uh i started with computer science in a nearby college i was close to my house and um the issue i had with that school was that um you know i didn't really do college um high school over here in in the united states i just came from university and then bam i started, I started college so so my my issue was that i didn't really like have the necessary credits needed to like start so i did a few prereqs in the college you know I did a few prereqs. Um, I was already going, you know, things were going well. But the problem was that I needed to to, to be a legible resident here, even with your resident permits card, green card, you would need to um, stay in this country for a year, at least for school, so that your the amounts you'd be paying to the school would be limited. But at that time, I was paying like three hundred dollars per credit. So if I'm taking like um, a five or six credit course, I'll pay three hundred dollars for each for each each of those credits. That would have been a lot of money. So I I feel like what I should have done differently was that I should have waited to like understand the system first before rushing to enter school. Because you know now, African parents are like, oh yeah, start school, start school, start school, start. <laughs> That's how they were. That's how they were for me. So after a while, I like I dropped some classes, and then I was taking like only one class per 
past semester so that I won't have to pay so much money because I just came to the country. You can imagine now trying to pay that kind of money when I'm not even working. So that's what I did. I dropped a few classes. They were not hard at all, you know. The thing is, but we have this understanding that American classes will be very, very simple because we are we are used to hard things in Nigeria. Yes, it is definitely it's simpler but the thing is that the workload is i mean from what i from what i've done the workload is a lot like the way they give assignments is it is out of this world it's, it's, it's i've never seen that amount of assignments in my life so it's easy it's easy to pass but you have to make sure you up your your a game is there like you study properly because it is the littlest things with that and english by the way by the way grandma is the smallest things that 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 would fail you so after after a year i became a resident and then i applied to more classes and then um 2020 came now you know 2020 saga with covid and everything and then boom i couldn't go to classes they now told me that ah we have to be doing online now. so i had these really really difficult math classes then that's I because it's as if their math was different from what me I knew here in, in, with what I knew in Mina, or because I haven't reached a level in Mina because I stayed in Mina for like I think seven months, and then October was when I left. So uh, when 2020 came, there was COVID, and you know now, imagine trying to do calculus online with when you don't really understand what's going on. So you'll be you won't really be you really be getting what they are saying. So it was like kind of hard for me because. I was like, okay, I know this thing, but, but I don't know it to the level of their explanation. So I'll like, like need an actual tutor because the kind of person I am when I'm reading, I, I don't really grab, grab things immediately. I have to like go and study on my own with like the help of someone that really understands it properly. And then yeah, that way I will not get it. So I wasn't really getting the help I needed. So what happened was that during that COVID time, like school was just messed up for me because the classes I needed to take, I couldn't take them so after covid simmered down a bit they now opened up a bit so i could not take the math classes i was taking so i was taking the math classes everything was going well i was passing them and then all of a sudden the college i was in just hit us with a man with a mandate that everybody must get vaccinated to be in to be in school and then the kind of person my dad is, he didn't want any of us to get vaccinated because he had he has heard some stories about the COVID vaccine. He didn't want any of us to get vaccinated. So he said we'd rather leave the school or rather be doing online school than to be doing that. So the thing really it was really and it was really something that was an issue for all of us because I couldn't really do the classes I needed to do to transfer to a four-year university so it was a big problem i was like how we do this i was doing i was doing the online classes yeah quite all right i passed i passed them passed all of them but the class i needed to transfer that is the core computer science classes i couldn't do them why because they were meant to be in person classes and imagine trying to do calculus 3 online you can imagine how that would be so that was what <laughs> that was what we couldn't do so actually what happened with school God actually helps me. I stay working at Amazon. Um, it's a warehouse. I'm working at Amazon, packing um, packages or picking packages for um, people that order them online. So the thing with Amazon is that they had this program where if you've been with them for like 
three months you can they will give you a scholarship in any school that is accredited to them so um, i was like okay let me check out let me check out how this thing is and then i checked it out after three months i applied and they gave me the scholarship for the school so currently now that's the school i'm in i'm studying cyber security and they already paid for they already paid for the school for me so you know thanks be to god you know <laughs> i'm i'm chilling and the the core cl- classes i have it is properly explained not like the school i was in before that i had to leave because i had to leave that school because they were really giving me the value i needed i had to leave the school come here after everything worked out with amazon and then i now left that other college so right now i'm in i'm in an online university studying cyber security and information assurance and the way it is i don't really have to be i don't really have to take four years to study because depends on how fast i am i can finish in probably a year and six months or at most three years no at most three or two and a half but if i'm fast enough i can finish in a year and six months so that's the good thing about the class i'm in so yeah that's how school was for me um we just say congratulations on that although it has been a long time but we lucky you so with everything you've just said i'm just going to take it um studying there is much more easier as long as you are ready to put in the work for it i think it is good to have um a community where where my efforts is um appreciated where you put in the work and you are sure you're going to get a result because with everything you've explained so far putting in the efforts gives you results and then your results are saying it and then there are opportunities like the amazon you just spoke about places for opportunities as long as you're ready to work for it like you said the effort is necessary you can get opportunities and you can get results okay so with everything we experienced so far would you advise a friend of yours to move oh yeah definitely as i said we are africans and by default we are stronger because of the things we faced back home you know it has already toughened us up so things that people will be like oh my god this is this is so much on me to you to be like a normal thing you know like there was a time when we were here and then there was no lights for like i think a few minutes people were shouting around my <laughs> like what's doing all these people something nice will happen normally so let me not deviate concerning about any friend of mine asking me if they should come over of course if you have the hustler mindset and you are someone that you commit to something and do not deviate until you get a result then definitely you can you can come and you can make results sure only thing is that be careful because the way this place is the way it's structural the structure to deceive because you have basically everything you have basically everything on the platter of gold that is if you walk thing if you walk your if you walk your butt off everything is here for you but it's left to you to not be distracted it's left to you to not be distracted so if um going to give an advice to someone my age that is looking for an opportunity the united states is the best place for you to come to because in i know someone that came here one of my friends in less than two years this guy is already like he's already making waves and he even came he came we came here he came here like a few months after i came i came here october he came here december and then during december this guy was like after that after like a few years i think one or two years he's already like doing things i'm like wow so that kind of thing it just depends on you personally 
i won't say like i'm not working as hard as he is or anything but like my everyone has the race for everyone is different so you can see someone you can see your friend doing something and you're doing the exact same thing but you're not getting the same results but that that doesn't mean you should like give up because everyone has their time so it's possible that that was his time you know and me right now i'm still working on things that i need to get done so getting discouraged is one thing you should you should make sure never to happen to you and also do not use your friends to um don't use your friends to judge your progress because if you do that you might put your hand into something that you wouldn't you be able to come out from so yeah giving an advice to someone my age would be that yes come over and commit to your work ethic be be a grinder hustle properly and definitely you will see results because it's not like in nigeria where you can work 10 hours and then you'll be getting peanuts for work or you do a lot you really really and then one lecturer will not come and act act somehow and say because of this that, that, that i won't give you your your grade that's not how things are here as far as you can commit be disciplined be have a hustler mindset and then just grind your ass out you definitely see results and then you can only rest when you see that result nothing you need to so there it is as long as you can stay focused goal oriented you can definitely make it and you can definitely make it work over there wow thank you for that advice really appreciate um but do you do you feel like um you can be the type that goes over there study yourself good grades and stuff and then can you come back down here to make it better to make it even like one inch better than how it is right now well that's something i've i'm like i've been thinking about this for a while because i'm like okay okay let's say i get my degree in my service career and i get a master's you know in the same field and after i've set myself up if i could come back i'm like yeah definitely because there's no place like home i mean if we don't invest in our in our home who else will we can't wait for the white man to come and be investing in us after you know things like that so i feel like instead of making it instead of making our home our burial ground we should try as much as we can to invest what we've learned back into where we were raised you get because i don't i can't i can't remember this the person that said it. he said african african millionaires Afri- africa is a burial ground for its millionaires so he basically what he was saying was that africans would leave their home country go to the west make it spend all their money in the west invest in the west and then when they die they get buried at home so i don't want that to, to be the kind of life that me or anyone that has made it to that level of being financially free and then having something that you can give back to the community end up not doing i feel like what what we should all do i mean it's we can't lie that it has its um cons nigeria as a whole has its issues corruption and other things but not giving back to it to be and be like an indictment or not so the kind of the what i would want to do is that yeah from what you said i would obviously want to come back after all is said and done and give back to my community and be like okay yes we can start this start that start this few few firms here make things better and also um um what's the word i'm looking for also 
um, invest in the youth too, because you know, as we all know, the, the youth is the future of a nation. Invest in them technical skills that they can use to scale up themselves. You know, so being able to like sell their skills to other nations. So instead of us going out there, they will now be coming over to like get people for their firms and whatnot. So what I would say is that yes, after all is said and done coming back home is is necessary although i know a lot of people that would like never go back to you i am here i am here yes i get the anger and the um, resentment but if you don't who will you know it's our home and we can't we can't deviate from it because of some few issues that have happened so giving back to the community is paramount so that's what i have to say and also <coughs> sorry i forgot to mention something when you asked me the previous question it's not all it's not all rosy here in the united states there are people that will get on your nerves people that will say some things to you that you you yourself you'll be asking yourself say they fit up to me like this back but just know one thing it's not like it's not like it's not like nigeria where you you can like do things and then just get away with it you can't you can't see people fighting on the road anyhow and you know they won't get arrested one thing you should know is that if you get arrested in the United States, it is it's already in your record. And that record is what you can use to get jobs and in other places. So it's before you anytime you apply for a job, they always do something called background check. And that background check is to check if you've had a criminal record in the past or any time. So some companies do not hire people with background records, with um sorry, with criminal records in their backgrounds. And so that so I'm trying to say that you should make sure that when you come over you be at your best behavior if anybody say this say yeah god bless you keep working i mean there are times where you won't be able to and uh, you won't be able to you won't be able to hold this back well just try because you won't want to go back to nigeria let's not lie you get so being deported is, is worse just because you fought somebody and then this thing that's the worst that could happen i mean getting a getting a criminal record on your background is bad enough Again, deported is something that I don't wish on my my, on my worst enemy self. So, yeah, that's what I have to say. Don't get to um, forcible think here in your country because definitely not your father's land. So, and that that's a good advice. Thank you for sharing that. And about the fact that you're going to come back here and do some good in Africa, kudos to you. Thank you. Please sing it though sing it to the people that are there because most nigerians are living already now all of them are living i don't think most have it in their mind to come back with the way the energy don't leave this country oh god <laughs> i don't think in the year nine they will even turn their head but i think definitely it's 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 something that we must uh, have at the back of our mind no matter how bad your home country is it's still your own country people there's no way you can go somewhere else and it's going to feel homey. So don't forget Africa. No matter where you are, no matter where you land, we pray for your success. We wish all your dreams come true. But don't do not forget home. It's important. We should bring that to our years. And of course, like you said, we should be humble. Stay cool. Be goal oriented, like you said and walk your ass off and he said something again be an outlaw we all know nigerians can survive in any situation and any climate so we can do it 
just go there go get the things the goodies and do not forget your own country people do not thanks for joining us today so before you go i would like you to share something like just a situation i just want to share anything highly it's probably happy moments or something happy start ah well, i have a few <laughs> okay um I, 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 was, I think i have two negative moments there was this time when i was on my way to work um i was walking you know by the side of the road and then this dude in a porsche porsche 911 it's a it's a sports car very nice convertible yeah i was driving now and then he now looked at me he now slowed down he now blew a kiss and i said you want to come over the kind of disgust i had on my face i was like oh my god what i swear i wanted to i wanted to cross the road I was so pissed. I was like, what? Why are you calling me? Like, do I look like any of these people to you? He not did it. He not did blue kiss. He not did like, he not did, you know, when, when you're flirting with someone, you want to say bye bye. So he did his fingers. I was so angry. God, I beg, I beg, I beg. This thing should not happen when the person is in face to face with me and then he not call me sweet name. I feel mad. <laughs> that was one. One negative um thing that happened and the other one was um when i was at amazon there was this there was this dude so he was like he said something when we're, we're just talking to us as guys now i say where are you from i like okay i'm from africa and i said mm. say do you guys have how do you say do you guys have lions i'm like what do you mean he said did they do you guys say yeah we have lions down there and they're always in the zoo he said no they walk amongst you on the road and I asked him like, wait, wait, what do you think? What do you, what do you think Africa is? Do you think we have lions as pets that we walk like dog on the road? I was just so flabbergasted. I look at the guy. I was like, well, I didn't really have the strength to even like answer anybody that day. because what I was going to tell him would have been nice. And so I, I say, let me not just let me not start anything that I can't finish. You know. And the good thing that happened was when I got my admission to my current university i think that was yeah that was this this year i got the admission this year i think that was july yeah july i got the admission i was very happy i'm like yeah finally so since it's an online school now i can be doing other things i'm doing it so i don't have to commit to anything i don't have to like commit sorry commit to going to a particular place and then going about transport and while we eat other things so yeah that's those are the positive and negative um, things that happen okay <laughs> about the admission or congratulations so thank you so much for joining the call if you have any last word for anybody that is planning to leave for the us anything you just think any newbie that is going over there should take note of i can't really overflow on the issue of of not forgetting your roots because trust me it is so easy it is it is the easiest thing to do when you when you leave your the comfort of your home the shield of your parents and people around you we know that yeah a lot of african parents stop their children from going out like the way the, the, the they will want to but at the same time if you come over here try as much as you can to find a community because they would also like help to keep you in check like an african community if you can find an african community and also find friends that 
that have the same that are goal oriented that have the same um goal in mind don't don't try to stay around people that love that that want to use the the free time they have to either go and chase after frivolities or be doing unnecessary things when they are meant to be like put their head down and study because i saw this quote somewhere it said the time the best time of your life is your youth from when you are like 19 to like i think 20 was it 28 i saw that is the time for you to build the life you want so if you use that time that you have to build the life you is that, that, that time you have to be left you you want if you use that time to, to go on i'm not saying you can't go to parties it's life is one leave it to the fullest but at the same time don't forget that there are things that has to be done because if you if you this is the time that we have to fail and try things over and over and over you try one thing it doesn't work out okay try on that thing because you it's it's not as if it's to kill you when you fail at something it just teaches you a a different way of doing it's not as if you failed completely and also the mindset of never giving up because if you give up nobody we nobody we um we query you but later in life you see that okay i wish i had done things differently so what i would say is that when you come try as much as possible to not forget where you are coming from integrates what they have and use it to your advantage don't try to follow the trend of what anybody is doing because at the end it won't it won't help you and don't forget yeah i, th- I think i've said i've said it over and over again about not forgetting where you're coming from and always make sure that you know you have the right people around you because no nobody's an island you can't really do things alone having the right people around you is paramount and make sure they have the same mindset you surround yourself with people better than you that you can also scale yourself to better heights so yeah that's all i have to say okay so with everything you just said i'm just going to summarize them with goal oriented have a community they can rely on that you can go back to and get encouraged and don't get distracted and again do not forget your roots that's very important all right guys so you've heard it you've heard it all he has told us the experience things we should take note of how it affected him what he thinks you should do better if you plan on moving because i know definitely some of you are planning on moving we brought you this edition so you get to have an insight to what people have gone through their experience so I'm going to be drawing the curtain again on this episode. Hopefully, you've learned some lessons, you've gained something from the two episodes, and I hope you put them into use and we meet in high places because I wish you all the best in whatever it is you decide to do. The truth is, yeah, this country is becoming smaller, the way it's looking like people are living every time, everybody's just buying, but <laughs> I hope whatever decision you decide to make, decide to go to the US, the Canada, the Russia, whatever, wherever. I hope you are good. I hope whatever it is you decide to do ends up well for you. And when you're Japanese, please take note of everything they've said so far and incorporate these things in your decision. On another special edition of this year's Africa podcast, we are going to be telling you things to empower you, to improve you as a youth. Stay tuned to this year's Africa podcast. 
thank you and as always i'm your host remy onifadi thank you for joining